Hey there, SLP. You are listening to this podcast, so I know that you love to listen to podcasts. And if that is the case, then I know that you are going to love my secret private podcast, Secondary Secrets for SLPs. It's six short episodes that will have you walking away feeling refreshed and inspired and ready to take on those challenging secondary speech students. So if you work with grades four through 12 and are in a planning rut or wanting some fresh new ideas to keep your students motivated, make sure you head to speechtimefun.com slash secondary secrets. You are not going to find this podcast in your iTunes podcast search browser. You can only get access by going to that link. So head to it now. It is six short episodes that you can listen to it in under an hour, like totally Netflix binge-worthy. I made this just for you, and I know you are going to love it. SLPs have been telling me already that it has changed their way for working with their older speech students. So head on over, again, to speechtimefund.com slash secondarysecrets, or use the link in the show notes, and I can't wait to hear what you think. Now let's head on to this week's episode of SLP Coffee Talk. You are listening to SLP Coffee Talk. I am your host, Hallie Sherman, and I am a licensed speech-language pathologist who is in the trenches working full-time in a public school in New York. I am the author of the blog and Teachers Pay Teachers store, Speech Time Fun, where I love helping other SLPs conquer the overwhelm and get back hours spent on prepping activities. I am here to help you be the best SLP you can be and have fun while doing it. Just like your morning cup of coffee, this podcast is just what you need to start the day or week. Let's jump into today's Coffee Talk. Hey, hey, and welcome to another episode of SLP Coffee Talk. This week is another week on our older student series, and I'm excited to talk today on a topic that I am very passionate about, and it is all about making sure we are using the appropriate materials for our students. I know you're probably saying, Hallie, I can't find the appropriate materials, and I get it. I get it. But let's think back. Why is it so challenging for us, right? Well, our students are functioning and reading significantly below their age and grade level. However, we don't want to bring things that are too childish or babyish to them or they're going to shut down and avoid it and think we're babying them and they'll be embarrassed. But it can be a real challenge to find things at a lower reading level or sentence structure language level that is still working on those age-appropriate skills and concepts. And hey, that is why I started creating Teachers Pay Teachers resources because I couldn't find it either and I needed to find them for myself. So let's just take a step back even further. Did you know... There is tons of evidence to prove this. I'm not making this up. But the path to successful reading does not only rely on the ability to code words, but also language comprehension. So when we're doing these comprehension tasks in our speech room, we are helping them with reading, okay? And there is tons of evidence that shows when we work on our language skills, we can boost reading. We have to be doing things at their appropriate level. That's why our students are shutting down in the classroom. They're constantly being given materials that's not appropriate for them, and they're just shutting down and falling farther and farther behind. So, so that's why a lot of times we can we see one thing in our speech room, but the teachers are like, they can't do that. And it's because, yes, they can with the appropriate materials, with the appropriate scaffolding. 
now you're probably saying, Hallie, well, how do I know what materials to use? How do I know how to simplify it or how far to simplify it or what level to bring it at? So I want to suggest one thing to you in this episode, and it is to really hone in and ask questions and look at the file and look at the whole picture of the student, not just the speech report. Go look at the last educational evaluation. There must have been some down letter recognition, decoding, testing. There were comprehension testing. Look to see if there is a discrepancy. See if there is any grade level, uh, was it correlation, whatever. I know we don't expect, I can't even think of the term. We don't do that in our speech reports typically, but a lot of times educational evaluators do that. On top of that, Many educators, especially in the elementary and maybe middle school age, and maybe more in the special ed world, are getting their Lexiles or their Fontis and Pennell levels every single year, and maybe multiple times a year. I know my daughter who is entering second grade, but throughout the year in first grade, I was getting updates on as she was progressing to the next Fontis and Pennell level. And that's the re, like the A to Z level. The Lexile are those numbers. So there's different, everyone, every school, every district uses different terminology. There's Lexile, there's Fontes Pennell. I know if your students are doing like Read 180 or Achieve 3000 or one of those different types of programs, they have their own, you know, number system and categorization to determine the student's level. Ask the teachers, ask the reading specialist, ask the special educator, ask whoever else is working with that student. If there is any data or any last scoring on that student so that you can have an idea of where that student is functioning independently and also instructionally. Because if we're not teaching them decoding and we want to really truly work on comprehension, we should be using their independent level. That's not to say that if you actually, I mean, obviously you're going to have different students in the group and you have to somehow find the happy medium. I like to find that like the lower student in the group, okay, you might be using their instructional level, but everyone else is independent level. You got to find that happy place. But okay, so you got to do some research. And there is a website called Read Theory, where I believe you can also, it's a free site where you can get some Lexile information on your students. So that's another option for you. That is why also in my free critical thinking probes, which you can grab at speechtimefund.com slash critical thinking probes, which is free, I provide you three different lexile levels and different paragraph levels. This way you can determine where are they functioning independently and instructionally and where are they struggling? Where's the breakdown to work on all the various comprehension goals, such as answering WH questions and context clues, main idea, inferencing, all that fun stuff. So you can, if you have no way of getting that information, you can use this tool and just probe around and see where the breakdown is and see where they're most successful. And that can help you to determine what level of materials you want to bring in if you want to challenge them a little more or if you want to bring in at the right level to challenge them at more of like if you're working on inferencing, I would have them to be proficient in comprehending and getting the gist at that level, if that makes sense. Okay, so that's one thing I want you to think about and how you different tools that you can use and different questions to ask and who to go to to get this information. Okay, so now you have this information, what do you do with it? Okay, well, you can come to Speech Time Fun where I have a lot of materials that are at the appropriate levels for them. But if you want to find some free resources, I do love using readworks.org, newsela.com, tween tribune, 
all of those have different Lexile levels where you can different either search by Lexile or differentiate each passage and just switch and change the Lexile to make it simpler or more challenging. This way you have all these different high interest texts and things that might be motivating and interesting for your students, but then you can make sure that it's at the appropriate levels so you can then use it to work on your comprehension goals or whatever you are working on, okay? So just to recap, make sure you find out exactly what level your students are at. Look at the evaluations, ask the teachers, see if they've gotten any Lexile, Fontes Benel, Read 180, Achieve 3000. They're doing LLI Find out what they're getting, what they're getting exposed to, and what services and help they're getting in reading. Get that information on what levels they are independent and what levels they are instructional, what levels they can they do well with support. And that is those levels that you will start and utilize in your therapy room to bring instruction to work on those comprehension goals. This way, they're not laboring over the decoding. And there is where they can truly work on those skills. And that's not even to say just the reading. Even their listening comprehension, you want it to be at the appropriate level. If you're working with students, especially your English language learners, you want to make sure your sentences are simple sentences with simple vocabulary and more concrete things and not so abstract. You want to make sure they have the background knowledge of the things that you're presenting to them. All these things need to be in place if you are working on more complex comprehension goals, because our ultimate goal is to see our students succeed and progress and build their confidence. And they're not going to do it if we bring in materials that are too challenging for them, where they're going to shut down and say, nope, not doing it for you. Or if it's too easy and they're going to say, this is babyish. Why am I here? I should be in class. Why are they giving me this cartoon dinosaur kind of thing? So we need to really make sure we're finding the appropriate stuff so that they are not embarrassed, they realize that they can be successful, and it's appropriate, and we can see that progress over time. All right, so I hope you found this helpful. Stay tuned next week for another episode that's all about older speech students and building their confidence and building our confidence and working with them because I truly do love this age group. I, you know, when, we, when they, you see them have that aha moment, it really makes it all worthwhile. Okay, and I always like to end my episodes with a joke. So this one's appropriate for our older speech students. What game do you play after eating Taco Bell? Fart night. <laughs> for those of you who aren't sure, it's a spin of Fortnite, which they're all obsessed with. All right, until next week. I can't believe this is episode 80 already. Next week will be episode 81. And I know some of you are getting ready to go back to school. I don't go back till after Labor Day, but I started my summer later. So until next week, stay out of trouble. Thanks for tuning in for another episode of SLP Coffee Talk. You can find all of the links and information mentioned in this episode at www.speechtimefun.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the show so you don't miss any future episodes. While you are there, it would mean the world to me if you would take a few seconds and leave me an honest review. See you next week with another episode full of fun and inspiration from one SLP to another. Have fun, guys.